Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, and it's around about July 30th, 2012, and it's another Jick and Mr. Skullhead show, except for the fact that Jick has uh, had an unexpected thing come up involving a zucchini and a goat. So he won't be with us tonight, uh, but I feel like I've got the next best thing here. I, I feel like if we can't have Jick, we might as well have Troubleface. Because Troubleface is one of my favorite people in the world. I said it. She didn't hear it. And that's fine. So, uh, we'll, let's give her a call. And we'll get her on. She's going to sit in Zach's usual spot right here on my lap. And uh, we're, we're going to make some radio. Well, we will answer your questions. If you want to add some questions to the radio bugbear queue, you can send a blue message, private message, a secret message, a clandestine message, Radio Bugbear, uh, and that'll show up in our little feed. Ooh, I have entered an invalid password into the forums. There's also a forum thread that you're welcome to post on. You may discover that we're not checking that for updates. But, you know, I'm not going to stop you. <sighs> Nightmare is still trying to process this whole thing. It's going to be okay. Tell your mom it's going to be okay. Also, tell her thanks. And uh, let's see, we're going to get uh, this here forum thread, forum thread, forum thread, forum thread, forum thread, forum thread, forum, forum, forum thread, forum thread. And we'll get the bugbear questions up. But wait, there's less. And those. So, if you have anything that you wanted to specifically ask, Troubleface is actually a player. Uh, a player and a player, and she knows the game much, much better than I. So if you want to ask your game questions, like you would ask a power player, you can ask, and uh, we'll see if she'll answer. Alright, so hey, here we go. Uh, Linguini Lad asks if tonight's show is going to be recorded. Yes. Yes, it will. Yellow. Uh, hello. What are you oh, doing? Oh, look, it's Mr. Skullhead on my screen with a picture. What are you doing? Yeah, it makes me wish I had my webcam up. I was like, oh, video call. That wouldn't be yeah, awkward. That would be weird. I never, like, I never really used Skype for the video part of it because it's just, it's, I don't know. Google Hangouts are cooler. I just can't imagine, it's like, it's awkward enough when I'm on a Skype call with my parents and we have the video up so they can see my kid jump around and do crazy shit. And, like, if you look at them on the screen, you just end up looking like you're staring off into space, like you're, there's something wrong with your brain. But then if you look straight at the camera so that they can see your eyes, then you don't get to see any of what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I would rather be awkward in person and not awkward via video chat. But hey, guess what? It's really great to hear your voice. Because I haven't heard your voice in a while. It was great to hear your voice. It's great to be anywhere. Aww. I had a... Uh, oh, so you missed me telling everyone that uh, you were the next best thing to Jick because you're awesome. So, Hooray! So those times when... That makes when, me feel cool. <laughs> those times when I can't be with the one I love, Jick, I will love the one I'm with, you. Oh, yay. Yay. So, That's super... <laughs> that's super adjective <laughs> that's just super that's there, super 
So I had an interesting... Uh, this weekend I had my, like, first foray back into being social after the hospitalization. Like, seeing friends, seeing all my friends here and everything. So uh, it was at a wedding reception where people just kept coming up to me and saying, God, I'm so glad you're alive. And that happened so many times. And I had really no comment. Like, I never got a clever comeback to that. Like, I just kept saying, yeah, dude, so am I. But uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that I could have said, do you think? I, uh, I don't know. I mean, when when I found out about what happened and that you weren't coming to Comic-Con, I was like, the first thing I said was like, that is literally the worst reason to not go to Comic-Con. Literally, I cannot think of a fucking worst thing to happen to somebody. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, another another one of Jick's friends got hurt um, last weekend. He was in a motorcycle accident, and he was like, yeah, I, I don't know why people keep saying that they're happy I'm alive, because then, what am I, me too? Me too? I think I think that's all you can say. Yeah, if somebody says they're happy you're alive. It's a weird thing to say to somebody, like, hey, dude, you almost died back there. It's like, thanks, I, I wasn't thinking about that every ten minutes anyway. Jesus. So, good for, you to th- good for you to throw that down. Thanks, I needed the info. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to get me some kind of pimp cane for Dragon Con. Because I'm still, like, after a lot less walking than I want to do, my leg hurts real bad. And it's, uh, please don't walk anymore. But I think if I had a pimp cane, I could at least, like, even if it wasn't helping me walk, I could at least stand and lean on it for a little bit. Hmm. But yeah, it'd ha- it'd I mean, or you could do, uh, what? It can't just be, like, some old guy cane, you know? It's gotta be, gotta have some No, swag. it's gotta be pimping. You gotta have, like, a stainless steel dragon on top or something made out of ebony. Or a, a glass gazing ball. Maybe. Yeah. Or like a bronze yeah. fist. That, mm, maybe that not little, bronze. And, okay. Maybe like pewter. Pewter, a pewter fist. Pewter fist. Is that, would that be like the, a, some kind of signal to perverts at Dragon Con though? They'd be like, oh, he's DTF. Oh, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Is, is, there, is, is there a secret handkerchief-esque secret code that there's, has to do with pimp canes there's got to be some way that you signal other people at dragon con that you're down to fuck and what you're down to, to to fuck like i thought that's what handkerchiefs were for see i don't, I don't know the handkerchief game like i was gonna say i'm uh, sure that there is some kind of system and i'm sure that i would know absolutely nothing about it because i am so far from that galaxy at all. Mm. So what's the handkerchief? Yeah, is there a handkerchief know. thing? What? So there is a handkerchief out. thing? Do you, do, you, do you know about handkerchiefs? Yeah, yeah. There is a secret code with handkerchiefs, and it has to do with what color or design it is and which pocket you put it in. I don't know. I don't know for sure what everything means, but there's like... I'm straight but curious, or I have a boyfriend, or I want a one-night stand, or, like, there's a long list of just, if it's a pink checker, 
it means this. And if it has a pirate skull on it, it means this. And I think some 13-year-old just made it up one day because they were at a handkerchief store or something. But apparently it's real. I don't know. I've heard things. I kind of wanted something like that when I was still dating. <laughs> like, And then I thought, well, that would actually be even worse, really. Because if you had someone, like, you approach a girl who has the handkerchief that's, like, totally single and looking to fuck somebody tonight, handkerchief, and she turns you down. There's no... Oh. Yeah, there's no, like, layer of cushion there. It's just, yep, I am totally going to fuck someone tonight, and it is not you. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't really approach the girl with the handkerchief that said, I'm totally single and I'm down to fuck tonight. There were nights that I would have. I don't want to get, like, chlamydia. Yeah, but that's why Jesus gave us condoms. Uh, Full body condoms. <laughs> full body, <laughs> that's full body condoms. It's like, baby, let me dip you in Lysol. It's just a, you know, it's just like a kink that I have. Yeah. I love the smell of pine freshness. I, uh, yeah, but then I smell so lemony fresh. Mm. You know that Lysol was originally marketed as a douche, right? Yeah, I heard that. It's either Reddit or Cracked. Everybody knows everything I know. I think it was either Cracked or BuzzFeed, actually. Because I don't go to Reddit. And I heard it. BuzzFeed, every time I go to BuzzFeed, it's like, here are three things in our 20-part list, and like 12 more links to look at the other ones, and some of the links are going to be for ads or other websites. It's like, nah. Uh Uh-uh. BuzzFeed, I don't know. It's, it's one layer too far removed for me. Like I could do, I can do Reddit. I can't do 4chan, because fuck that. I never could. Yeah. But Reddit's alright. Uh, I feel like I try. I tried to get into Dig like ten years ago and couldn't. They're totally. I just did not give a shit about upvoting. I did not care, and I feel like Reddit is. Dig plus cracked, which I get stuck in cracked. I will just read articles, have 20 tabs open of different articles, and be filtering through them and constantly open new tabs and reading a new article and run, 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 run for hours. And if if there was a thing like that that was constantly updating and being updated by thousands of people, such as Reddit, I'd just stay the fuck away from it. I've gone there twice in my life. Most and that was to read yours and Jake's AMAs. And that's it. See, what you do is you put hover zoom on your uh, web browser. So you just hover over a link and it shows you the picture. And then if you hover over the link and it doesn't show you anything, then you skip it. So Reddit Reddit can be really fast. Huh. Mm. But it's also, like, it's super shallow, too. Just one of those. I figured that, uh, though, so instead of having the, like, broadcasting your your availability and your preferences and whatnot, that single people should just have a little pin attached to their lapel somewhere, or, you know, the lapel of your t-shirt. Uh, if The collar? Yeah. Area? <laughs> if you're somewhere around the boob, that was that's just a, like a traffic light, right? And mm-hmm. say, like, you can control it by, you know, tapping it once, twice, whatever. So, like, you can look at someone, you can catch their eye, and then you can hit your traffic light green, and they can hit theirs like green, come on over, yellow, but what, wait, buy me a drink, wait. or red, fuck off. 
And then you wouldn't have but, to ever talk to anybody who wasn't interested in you. Even, like, it, huh. you know, somebody who wasn't even going to give you a, sh- a chance, you know? I guess. I was trying You're to... a shallow guy. Dude, <laughs> I, I'm not talking about, like, hooking up, like... No, just, like, talking home to with somebody. A girl, I get it. I, I'm talking I get about, it. like... Um, I was actually, you know, I'm serial monogamist, so when I was single, I was like, all right, which of you ladies is down to date me for a long time? <laughs> It never works. Like so I was trying to comfortable enough with each other that we have no problem farting in front of each other. Exactly. Like, <laughs> who wants to eventually be sitting on the couch playing Nintendo together and maybe ordering a pizza? Aw. Yeah. And, was, and and the girl would be like, "What game?" And I was like, "Well, you know, like Mario Party, maybe." And she would punch me in the nuts and walk away. <laughs> but I like my game was so weak that I was trying to figure out a way that we could just eliminate the whole spitting game part <laughs> or at least make it like at some very basic level this is a person who is at least interested in me from what I look like so I, I at least have a reason to be over here Okay, but what if if there was a horrible miscommunication with this stoplight thing where people thought that red meant stop walking and talk to me and green meant keep moving, buddy? What if if that? (laughs) What if that? I don't know. I think it's more like green is feel free to approach Hmm. and, and red is do not approach. I mean, you figure if you can get everybody in on this whole thing, and, and you can hand out enough of these little devices, because I wouldn't sell them. I would hand them out. I would I would consider it a service to humanity that uh, everyone would know what it meant, and then, and then people would have to talk to each other less, or at least they would waste less time with the people I who mean, didn't want to talk to them. <laughs> Okay, alright. I mean, it's better than... I mean, what I've been doing for the last... My whole life is... If a dude starts talking to me and... I turn my back to him and he keeps talking to me, I just find the nearest person and just say, Hey, can you stand between us? (laughs) I'm just gonna completely shoot this guy down. I don't know. For a while there, I was... uh, I always wear a ring on my middle finger on my left hand, and then if some dude is bothering me enough, I'll just switch it to the other finger ah. and be like, nah, dude, sorry, I'm married. <laughs> I'm kind of an asshole, but that's, I don't know. Whatever works. That's acceptable. You know, like, the talking to someone for half an hour before they mention they have a boyfriend, it was a little bit awkward. Or talking to someone for two hours and getting their phone number and calling them later and finding out they have a boyfriend. Yeah. That girl should not be handing out her number to random dudes in bars anyway. I know, right? But I guess that's a thing in and of itself. What's she doing there without her boyfriend? Is he at home playing video games? Yeah. yeah. That was a passive-aggressive statement, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still bitter. Like, you know what? <laughs> Why the fuck? Didn't you maybe mention that? Like, I understand men and women can totally be friends, and it's totally cool to make a new friend, but as a general rule, if you're in a bar and some dude all by himself comes up and starts talking to you, he's trying to see if you're available for dating or possibly just insertion. So, you gotta... 
like if somebody comes up to me these days of the opposite sex and it doesn't matter what context it is one of the first things i say is yeah my wife totally blah 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 so and they're like oh his wife totally blah 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 and that's we know where we stand yeah uh yeah to an extent i mean <laughs> you don't immediately go hey dude my boyfriend said the coolest thing the other day well i mean because you you'd have to make up something that he said I think if uh, one of the first things somebody says to me, male or female, if one of the first things they say to me is, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. I, my boyfriend wants me to be home kind of early. <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah, you totally can. It's not going to uh, do you any good, but right on. It's, yeah, like, I got to go home to my boyfriend and, you know, snuggle into bed with him. So, Bye. Possibly put my, like, ice-cold feet on his <laughs> balls. Huh. <laughs> he lets you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Only if my feet are ice-cold. I mean, I have to soak them in a bath. <laughs> Stick them in the freezer for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do women do it? Because, like, feet and asses are always the coldest things in the world. I don't know as a, as a person with poor circulation I almost always I mean I live in the fucking desert now And I almost always have Cold feet and cold hands And a cold nose A lot of the time My hands are cold right now um, Yeah I don't know I don't know why that happens to ladies I think it's Well like my wife claims that it's because All of the blood flow is In the like uterus region which would be horrifically sexist if I said it, but I didn't. She did. That uh, women are just constantly keeping that the oven, uh, you know, the, like the pilot light on in case there's a baby. Uh. So you don't have a whole lot of extremity heat. Whereas men are just like, all of the heat goes to forehead and hands and feet. Hmm. And, and butt. It's always the butt. Forehead and butt. Yeah, forehead and butt. And some of them you can't even tell the difference. The, the cold ass thing is just super weird, though. I've, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where my butt was cold, but, like, hers always is. I don't know. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, you, uh, as a girl, sometimes I can't even tell that my butt is cold unless somebody is, like, right there. That, I, sound, that sounds bad. That sounds really bad. Unless, but unless somebody notices, I don't notice. I think you're saying like, unless someone licks it and their tongue sticks. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! I guess my butt's cold. Yeah. All uh-huh. too often. It's, <laughs> it's rough. It's a rough life. Yep. Uh, so I've been really girly lately, and that's kind of freaking me out. Yeah. What have you been doing? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's like I wore a skirt the other day, which I don't really ever do. Whoa. I just decided to, and then. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I have no one to impress. My boyfriend is in another state right now. But, uh, yeah, I just was lounging around the house wearing a skirt. And then today I went to Target to buy some cleaning supplies because tomorrow is my cleaning day. And I just bought this, like, $8 bottle of nail polish because it was gunmetal colored. Hey. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess this is a thing. I'm going to buy cleaning supplies so I can clean my fucking kitchen, and I bought an $8 bottle of nail polish. Tee-hee. There's something wrong with me. It's gunmetal. So gun if somebody metal-y. says, like, dude, you painted your nails, I'm like, yeah, I painted them metal. Yeah, dude, it's like the best color, whatever. 
So now my earrings are going to match my fingernails. That is weird it's though, because be I, I remember when at uh, Columbus, when Jake had to like roofie you to get you in a dress. And then you're like, oh, I'm uh, wearing this dress, but I'm going to be wearing pants underneath it. <laughs> yep. Like, and chucks right. and a hoodie. I know, you're all like uh, Alice Valentine from Resident Evil, or Jill Valentine, or whoever the fuck that is. I don't play Resident sure. Evil. I don't play Resident Evil either. Mia Jovovich in the movie. Yeah. With the, like, dress and pants combo. <laughs> uh, I don't think I saw any of the movies. I played, oh, like, yeah. one of the games. Sorry. You have to at least see the first Resident Evil. Especially with the okay. commentary on, because they are just hilarious. Hmm. I'll look into it. But... Oh, yeah, and also, I'm doing a thing. I'm going to announce it on this on this here show so that it's it's kind of copyrighted, right? That, that's how that works, right? You just say it out loud yeah, as soon as to you an audience, and then it's like you copyrighted it, right? Yeah. Um, Throw down. So... I found a, a 4XL Sabretooth Lime shirt and I'm going to turn it into a dress and I got these really awesome purple stockings sure. and I'm going to wear it at KOLCon on Casino Night and it's going to be awesome. That I'm going to look like awesome. a cool kid. I'm just going to And that's my tux. story. You'll look way cooler than I will. There's something really wrong with me. I don't know what it is. I need to get, uh, I need to find someone to make me Sabretooth Lime cufflinks. I mean, I'm sure you could very easily. Yeah. I know people. People who are talented. At things. It's the only thing, only way that I get anything done, because personally, my only talent is having maybe enough money to pay somebody to do something cool. Hmm. I mean, like, having some money is a talent, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean... Earth, wind, I could, water, fire. I could probably fire. give it a shot. I, I don't really know how cufflinks work. Well, you can get, um, like, blanks of cufflinks that, uh, that are, like, have a little receptacle on the, the business end of them so that you can put shit in there. Huh. So if I, like, made a saber-tooth lime out of Sculpey and stuck it on there, it would work? I, I, like, literally have no idea how cufflinks even stay on somebody's cuffs or link them or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, there's a hole in each side of the cuff, and your cufflink is a piece that's, like, has a T-shaped part that can rotate in so it's just straight. So you poke oh. it through when it's straight, and then you just flip that end out so it's T-shaped, and then it's that holds oh. it there. Neat. And that, children... It's how cufflinks work. I, d I never knew that. <laughs> I think I'm going to ask my, my glass-blowing friend or, uh, if she can make a, just a little lime medallion I could put in there. That would just be pimptacular. And it would be a business expense, I feel. It would be pimptacular. With my huh. cane. I need someone to make me a, uh, a pewter fist. I'm sure one of my Renaissance friends can make me a pewter fist. I just won't tell them what it's for, and I'll let them imagine. <laughs> make it life-sized? <laughs> yeah. Like, could you make it, and try and make it as smooth as possible? <laughs> no rough edges, and, like, no no really sharp corners or anything. It's gotta... It's gotta be able to be grasped, it's, and... 
It's got to slide comfortably through the air when I'm walking. God, you're gross. You're gross. Ew, <laughs> ew. If properly lubricated. Way to turn something awesome into something horrible. Thanks. It's hard to think of fists without thinking of fisting. You know, it's hard to think about fish without thinking about fishing. Oh, right. Right. And it's just one letter off. That's just weird. You want to look at this, uh, this here forum thread? Uh, what forum thread? I don't know how to do anything. Oh, Monday, July 30th, 2012 radio thread. Oh, man, it's my mom's birthday. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the worst daughter. Where is this? I'm learning. It's in the forums and the gameplay discussion. And it's called the Monday, July 30th, 2012 radio thread. Oh, I, could, I see it. I could be a mensch and put it in the chat. Yeah, that, <laughs> like that would be helpful, that. but I already got there on my own, thanks. <laughs> so that's just doing everyone else a favor. Yep. It's fine. I gotta help them out. I, I told everyone that you actually play the game and probably know more about it than I. So, yeah. Oh, okay. What's so, the things? So it's up to you. Uh, El Acordeonace says, Would it be feasible to make the stuffed L take up as much space in our display case as it does in our inventory? I don't think that would be feasible. Given the way that the display case displays things. I'm just going to say no. Uh, Raymond Kinger says... That's just like a name. Just like some dude's name. Uh, I know tofu no. isn't... says, I know tofu, tofu isn't a fruit. Is it? No, it's bean. beans. No, it's beans. But beans it's are... Yeah, it's soybeans. Beans, beans are the musical fruit. Beans are a fruit. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. At least according to that rhyme, right? Yeah, the more you eat, the more you... Chart. Something, right? Chart, I think. Oh, shit. Okay. Beans, beans, good for the heart. The more you eat, the more you shart. I, as, listen, Raymond Kinger, as somebody that has really nothing to do with that aspect of the game, I say yes, I would consider adding it to the hippie fruit stand. Or maybe, like, just adding soybeans and make it so that you can smush them and craft them into tofu. Oh, you'd have so- to add some fermenting powder. Yeah. Right. No, that would turn it into, like, sake, wouldn't it? No, I soybeans, th- what are soybeans when they ferment? I thought that you fermented the bean beans and then you got the bean curd and then you got Oh, is that how tofu. that works? Uh, I don't fucking know. I, I buy my all my tofu. They remember my superpower is having just enough money to, to buy things instead of making them. That's like all of my friends are doing homebrew beer. They're like I am just going to go buy some beer and then drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz like it's totally cool. They're like check it out we just put up a batch of beer and in like six weeks we're gonna have a a whole bunch of awesome delicious beer and like that's really cool i'm just gonna go buy some beer and then drink it i i wish i could uh there was there was a couple years ago that i i was at a kol meet in new york with belsonk was there and he does home brewing and his beer was delicious and i just kept thinking to myself you know it seems like it's really hard to tweak it to get it to be what you want it to be, but as a whole, like if if it's catching on pretty rapidly, and I want to figure out how to like make my own sake. That would be awesome. Mm. I would just drink sake all the time. 
It seems like you need a. I actually looked at that after we got back from San Francisco. I, you need your. You need a specialized piece of equipment or two, and then I think you're good to go. Huh. I would totally look into doing that. Because that would be amazing. Because I spend a lot of money on sake. Yeah, I'm still looking for for something to do like that that not everybody else is doing. So it's like. What are you trying to be a hipster? Is well, that what no. you're saying? It's just. All of my friends are already brewing beer. So, so any gathering that we go to, there's more than enough homebrew going around and all I'd be doing is like the same the exact same thing that they're doing and with the same results except they're already better at it cuz they've been at it for a while. So I have to find something that else that a shitty excuse. Like I well I want to do I want to provide something else. We're like check it out. We have three crates of homebrew and like cool. I brought some pickles that I canned from the cucumbers we grow in the garden, you know, like, or I brought some fucking whiskey that I distilled and aged for 18 years, and by the way, that's why you haven't seen me for 18 years. Huh, okay, alright. When you're aging um, liquor, you have to, like, sit on it, like a bird does with a nest. Oh, yeah. right. That's why Not it's so the, expensive. They don't sit on eggs, they sit on the nest. Yeah, and the eggs are in the nest. I didn't think right. I needed to spell every single step out for you. Listen, I need to learn about birds, and you're the only one who can teach me. All right, but if you ask me to teach you about the bees, too, I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm going to have to beg off. Uh, yeah, you should You should look into making some hard liquor. Legolas is talking about whiskey, and I agree, whiskey would be better than pickles. I have a friend who's, who's infusing vodkas, and that's fun. He'll bring, like, this is garlic basil vodka and, and some pickles that I've canned. So uh, there's already huh. one dude doing the canning, but, you know. Cool. But, I mean, uh, we, I, I would say we, but uh, Jick still has some limoncello that he made years ago sitting in the freezer. And right, it right. was just Everclear and lemon juice from two or three years ago that's still sitting there. Didn't they, like, zest it and put in some sugar? Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. I, I every time because I just bought ice cream because fuck you I'm home alone I'm gonna keep some ice cream in the freezer. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to healthy eat a lot, eat healthy. Uh, I've also I ate like four tomatoes the other day, like, one of which I ate like an apple. But anyway, so full size tomatoes. Jello. What? Full size tomatoes like. Yeah. Big ass beef chick. Wow. They're not. They're not big. I mean, they're probably. I mean, I would say they're about the size of my fist, but then that'll ruin everything forever. And <laughs> gross. How did gross. You get, how did Shh. you get that tomato up there to Shh. begin with? Shh. That's not how you make ketchup. So I was at a guy's house the other day, and they were we had like grilled some hot dogs or something, and he gave me the ketchup bottle and made sure that I knew that it was ketchup that he had he and his wife had made themselves. They yeah. made their own... Ke- Isn't that just tomatoes and vinegar anyway? Yeah, but, you know, like tomatoes and vinegar, and then we put in some other ingredients, we aged it, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for their effort, it, it totally tasted just like ketchup. Huh. And again, I wondered, like, this is why I don't have these hobbies, where I just go, or, like, Heinz ketchup is pretty tight. You know, like, I, I don't know how good ketchup has to be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really choose ketchup as a first choice condiment. Uh, 
Sorry. So mustard's like, mustard, I choose you. And ketchup's like, aww. Yeah, mustard or honey mustard. Like, I started making my own honey mustard, which is basically just buying some mustard and putting some honey in it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what's Tell me, damn it. Two honey mustard, I. Yeah. Is, are there any more? Uh, we should we should read a couple more questions or something. Um, I don't know anything about stuffed owls. We're in the we're in the beginning of the show where everyone is not listening because they know I'm just talking about bullshit. Well, I fuck, fuck this, fuck. Well, there are people listening no. right now. I, I'm sure that everybody but Erich is is listening. <laughs> oh, okay. it wasn't Erich. I'm sorry. That it was a uh, shield. Clyde, who was all, I hate it when you guys do a radio show and you don't talk about the things that are important to me. It's like, I'm sorry. No. Sorry, buddy. Sorry that nobody's good enough for anybody. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the seven foot. And then. Erich says, the seven foot dwarf foreman is now a semi rare, but I think that fits thematically with how a lot of the other outfit based quests work. So that's good. However, it kept the original drop rate to the outfit, which is like 3% per piece. Isn't that way too low for a semi-rare? We've been discussing that in dev, so expect some movement on that. Uh, Legolas says I should take up ice, like, I should take up like ice sculptures or something. I should take up liking. Uh-huh. Liking ice sculptures. See, like, the, my hobby, like the thing that I do, is that I work on my house. And I like paint rooms and put in floors and walls and shit and that's not really something you can bring to a party it's like mm. check it out guys I brought in like 20 20 some odd square foot of hardwood and I'm just going to install it over the course of the party if somebody's that's, like if somebody's uh, sink is all <laughs> fucked up I can fix that while I'm there you know I'm going to build a shed in your family room don't mind me exactly ships in a bottle maybe I think I'm enjoying the bead sprites. I haven't done much with that recently. But that shit is fun. It's like perler beads making. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to play with this all the time. There was a Columbus meet where we spent just hours doing that. Like, Princess Sunshine brought a tackle box full of beads that were all sorted in by color and like giant mats to lay them out on and yeah while other people were you know like running around naked and shit we were just straight up making metroids and zeldas and whatnot that's pretty baller baller (laughs) that's baller than you that's baller uh i don't know i mean i my hobbies have been so sporadic lately that it's kind of it doesn't help that I just got the secret world and have been playing the fuck out of it. Hmm. But I've been making a point to not go out drinking every night anymore, which is helping my situation where I like to wake up before noon sometimes. So. Good. I mean, you're still drinking like on a weekend or on a. Oh on, yeah, yeah. On, on like holiday. I, I got super drunk on Saturday night. That counts. That counts. Like that's yeah. a normal night people drink. Is it? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm drinking iced coffee right now. Oh, there you go. I'm drinking a, a beer called Avatar Restoration Pale Ale. Avatar. 
No, uh, A-B-I-T-A. Oh, damn. I, uh... I went to Seattle last weekend because two of my favorite people uh, got married and they had a wedding reception. So I went to Seattle for their wedding reception and the hotel that I was staying in was having an avatar cosplay meet conference thing. So, yeah, so I, I like checked in and I saw it on the list and I said, oh, well, it's Friday night. It's probably going to start tomorrow go out to, you know, wander around, grab some Seattle coffee. I'd never been to Seattle before. So I was like, I'm going to try and do as much as possible. And I walk outside and there is just this fucking truck parked out front of the hotel that is just Avatar. It is airbrushed with scenes from the movie and characters. And the guy had a custom decal put on the windshield that says Mr. Avatar. And he had like a custom plate, license plate that said some character's name and it was just ah uh, I just avatar man <laughs> wow. it was kind of scary I had heard that there were people obsessed with it but I didn't believe it because it was so goddamn yeah. goofy it just seemed They're- so weird like it, it's like they're being like fern gully cosplay you know like it's kind of goofy I don't know I don't, yeah, I mean, I, the truck freaked me out, and then the next day, I walked through the lobby, and there was a kid at the concierge, or whatever, the front desk, decked out in full-body blue paint. He had the, like, long black wig on that was braided down the middle, and all these weird spots, and a little tail coming out the back, and he had a British accent, so he came... I don't know if he lived in the area or if he actually flew to Seattle from England, but he he was talking to the concierge guy about uh, if they had any old towels, they wouldn't mind getting stained blue. It's like, there are people out here that actually exist that are like that. And, you know, I have no problem with cosplaying. You do whatever the fuck you want, and it's going to be awesome. I've seen some really good cosplayers, but that was just... No, like that. I don't think anybody else was really decked out the way he was. I think it's the guy that had the truck. I don't know. It was scary. I was very concerned. You gotta. You gotta bring your own towels. You know? Yeah, if you're planning on doing that, like, plan ahead, bro. Yeah, like totally. You know, dress. In whatever you'd like and fuck whoever will fuck you but let's, let's be considerate don't be just going around trying to find some towels like a crackhead I mean kudos to him for not just staining the sheets blue I suppose uh, yeah I, I guess I guess I mean he was wearing regular clothes he was wearing you know a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and he was just painted completely blue and <laughs> it was I mean, I guess I would have been... I would have found it a lot more disturbing if he was just wearing a loincloth or something. Right. <laughs> like, tennis shoes. But uh, he would just be trying to plug his ponytail into yours, so... It's not like... You know, like, a, a sexual assault at the Avatar convention is a little bit different. It's like, come yeah. on. Let's... Let our hair tendrils touch. What's the matter? Let my hair dick... Fuck your hair dick. What? Have you not seen Avatar... No, I have not seen Avatar, so I don't know if we can friends anymore. 
so I feel kind of violated. All of the Avatar people have the have this ponytail that contains this little like feathery, tenderly thing, and like when they jump on a horse, the horse has a thing growing out of its head too, and they just put them together and they like wrap the tendrils around each other, and then they're like mind linked with the horse. But the way that they have sex is they join their little hair dicks together and the little tendrils meet up and then they like make out and that's that's Navi fucking did you not seriously because when I was in the theater I went to see it because everybody was seeing it and I figured it was a thing to do and it turned out to be not so great like pretty and super stupid but uh, I feel like it's something you have to see I'm just kind of staring out the window in horror right now. You, you should I see know, it. There's, I don't want to see it. There's hair <laughs> fucking. How can you... How there's can hair you, fucking. Go see it. Yeah. How can you say no? I, I think if somebody had just texted me, dude, this movie... In this movie, people fuck with their hair. You should go see it. I think I would be... My curiosity would be sufficiently piqued. I would have to know. Uh, uh, Where's your sense meh. of adventure? Meh. Like I went and saw I went and saw Snow White and the Huntsman because I was looking more for a an aesthetically pleasing movie than a plot or characters that I would care about and it was pretty I I I really never cared for Avatar when I found out that it was just CGI Fern Gully I <laughs> To be fair it's, like, all, it's also just, Dances with Wolves it's what? To be fair, Fern it's Gully a- is Dancing with Wolves. No, um, Avatar is Fern Gully plus Dances with Wolves. Huh. Where you have the guy who joins the native culture, like the white guy joins the native culture, and is just way better at being a native than any of the other people who have lived in this culture for centuries. Hmm. So they're like, dude, our legend has it that at some point somebody rode this giant red dragon that nobody can even get near. And he's like, oh, well, I'm a white guy, so that should be totally easy. And by the end of the movie, he's riding the big red dragon. (sighs) Yep. It's like, I'm a better Navi than you, and I'm just a dude in a jar. Not in a jar. Oh, Avatar The Last Airbender was a great show. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's arguing that. Do they they have hair fucking on that show, though? Oh, no. No, I like to pretend that none of them have reproductive organs. <laughs> How was that movie? Uh, again, it was pretty. I was angry at it. They just... Mm. It sounds really racist, but they had a bunch of white kids playing all the characters that were supposed to be, like, Asian and Mongolian and stuff. And yeah. fuck, fuck that. Like, I don't... And that's really weird, because it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan, who's not Mr. Aryan Nation himself. Yeah. What that was all about. The, uh... Oh. Where did that thought go? So it seems like Jick's move now for movies is to either go see a movie that he expects to be bad or mediocre so that he can be pleasantly surprised and, and is super forgiving of said movie or go see a movie that he expects to be excellent and then be disappointed. No. Yes. Yes, but he also has gotten into... Snow White and the Huntsman versus Prometheus. I chose chose seeing Snow White and the Huntsman. I didn't even go with him to see Prometheus. Like, we went 
to we went to see Snow White and the Huntsman because we were up in Prescott and that it, it's kind of tradition that every time he goes back up to Prescott he goes to the movies so right um but yeah like uh Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter I did not want to see that and I, I've seen it now. I, I didn't want to see Ted either. I think he, he like tries to ironically like things, but he might secretly actually like them. Right. Well, it's like <laughs> a movie like Ted, he's going to go into it going, well, the trailers look kind of stupid. There's an off chance that it'll be kind of funny, but it'll probably be a waste of time. And then he can go, oh, that was really funny. I really enjoyed it. But something like Prometheus say, he could be, well, this is going to be so great because this is this director and he has so much potential in the story and then, God, it was terrible. Fuck it. Huh. He hasn't seen The Avengers and that hurts my soul a little bit. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but everyone should see The Avengers multiple times. Oh, yeah, you didn't go to see that. Yeah. I, t- I totally lose track. I go to see a lot of movies. Did you go see The Avengers? Yeah, I did. Fuck yeah, you did. I went with my friends like a real person. Yeah. You don't want to go, boyfriend? You stay home. That's fine. I'll go. And I did. And then I found out that the bar that's next to the uh, movie theater, we used to drink before and after movies there, and they shut it down, and it turned out that it shut down because they got caught multiple times selling beer to underage children. Uh Which is funny, because they never carded me, and I look 16, so that doesn't really surprise me at all that they I gotta say, if they didn't card you, they were doing something wrong. Yeah, I know. Like I, when we were when we were in San Diego, we went to the strip club, and I got Damien carded. Damien <laughs> is gonna be like thirty eight this year, and I got him carded. And Damien has some city miles. He looks his age. <laughs> I know. It was funny. He called me to wish me well. That was it. Was really touching. Oh, one of the did you get all my text messages? Yeah, I totally did. That felt you good. Respond. It was like, yeah, I was dying or not, barely. Aren't you grateful? I I'm almost alive? cried when I found out that you were in the hospital. I'm just throwing that out there. It was some I bullshit. I, I don't think that anybody should ever have a lung infection that freaks out their body so much that it starts making blood clots. Some, yeah. Oh. Speaking of KOL, uh, WVO Quine says, Any word from Comixology about getting the KOL comic on their app? Uh, not a word. I submitted the uh, sample of it and uh, a whole lot of information about it and how successful the Kickstarter was and everything. And <coughs> Excuse me. They said it would take a while to process it, but it's been nearly a year. So wow. uh, I think Comixology is either way too busy or absolutely not interested. Or I when, can try uh, again. When is issue three going to be a thing? Well, you know, we just finished two. No, I want them to come out faster. So do They're I. They're popping out Adventure Time comics like it's nobody's business. Come I know, on, but they got some guys. guy who that's his whole job to come draw on, the two guys. They're all writ. If I could step it up. If I could pay Doug to just not work for six months and just do my shit, he could probably finish him. He could probably finish the whole run in that time. But as it is, it takes like three months to draw it and ink it and color it. And That's not bad. 
And then, but then it takes like a month to get them printed. And see, I still haven't held a copy of issue two in my hands. We got to get like the person who does the KOL orders was supposed to send me some of that shit. So no. I have all this stuff that I wrote that I haven't touched. Listen, shh. It's a tragedy. Maybe the person who does the KOL orders is really backed up because he or she or they just got uh, over 200 shirts that they had to fold and process all the back orders for, so they're getting to your shit as fast as they fucking can. Some of us feel like we deserve preferential treatment, I think. That's the problem. Some of us don't feel like waiting in line at the post office for a half an hour. Did Did I have an opinion, a mind of my own? I thought I was special. <laughs> I thought you should know. I wish I was special. You're so fucking special. Oh. And I'm a creep. That's cute. You're you're just quoting Radiohead at me. That's cute. Well, we we started with uh, garbage and then Radiohead, and I was gonna go right into so I creep. Yeah, which would be TLC. Yeah. Just keep it on the down low. Uh, you should also keep at some point during a break. Or something, uh, play some atmosphere because that's what you should do. Mm. So uh, the bad news is, my friend Adam is not going to be making a video with atmosphere right now. The good news is, when atmosphere drops their next album, he will be making three music videos with them. So that. So when should I fly to Minneapolis? <laughs> I don't know. I should say like Just whenever stop. you're here, I'll be like, hey Adam, can you at all? arranged for my friend to meet Slug because that would be pretty awesome. Dude, oh my god, I would probably lose control of my entire body. Uh, that would be scary. That would be excellent. I I want to engineer as many awkward moments with celebrities as I can. I've already had so many awkward moments in my life. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I'll take it. You'll take it and like it. I kind of want to write all over this whiteboard. Just sitting next to this majestic blank whiteboard. Please tell me it was a whiteboard that had a lot of important kingdom stuff on it a couple of minutes ago. Oh no, I, I wish. Uh, no, I'm in, I'm in the Lego room, because that's how I roll. Right. I really want Jake to have a butler, so he can show me to the Lego room. <laughs> I mean, there, uh, needs to be, there needs to be better lighting in there and little placards, I feel. There are, there are some little placards. Oh, are there? For, like, the Death Star. And there's one for a, some kind of shuttle. <laughs> I don't really know what all of these are. Shuttle, like the one that takes senior citizens to the casino? Yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, they, the big, I think the big ones, the ones that cost... Over $100 each, I think, have placards, is how this works. Well, they might. I don't know. All I know is I'm not allowed to touch anything in this room. <laughs> so don't tell anybody I was in here. God, I, I so want to just turn Ollie loose in there. Because he loves to take oh, apart God. Legos. I was a you little... Might, you might walk away from a situation without a child. Right. You like, might nope. be bloody he has, in the to, he has to stand there where the Death Star was. And be the Death Star. (laughs) He has to be the Death Star. I don't know, I was nervous. Like, I bought some Lord of the Rings Legos and let him play with them. And he took all the guys apart, but he, and tossed them into his giant bucket of Legos. 
but he remembers what all the pieces are, and he can just go in there and find like all the pieces of Frodo, and put him back together at a moment's notice. It's pretty cool. Your your kid is too smart for this world. And if you drop a box of toothpicks, he can tell you exactly how many of them are on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so <gasps> we can take. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Right before our break, KOL Con number nine tickets have gone on sale. OMG, OMG, OMG. Everybody buy one. Everybody buy ten. That's pretty cool. You know who's going to be there? Besides me. You. Um, Werebear. I know. I heard Werebear's going. Hey, we're actually fucking getting Mega Ran to play. I know. After You're welcome. Two years of begging. Thank you. Yeah, well. Appreciate that. It's amazing what, what people will agree to do when their life might be in danger. Yeah. You're like, listen. All <laughs> I, was I like, have I to know do, where you sleep. All I have to do is twist my fist just a little bit where it is. <laughs> and Jesus. you will fucking die. No. You get Mega Ran. <laughs> that actually hurt me a little bit. I think I just yeah. died a little inside. Yeah, <sighs> gross. Just picturing gross. you as the ventriloquist and Jake as the dummy. I don't think I can. Oh, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, get your mind out of the gutter. Have the weirdest also, it was hot stuff right that now. I had to convince, not Jick. Jick wanted oh. to change the lineup, and hot stuff was like, that's complicated. And then it all worked out okay. And that, and so in that case, it was just, look, hot stuff, if you don't do this, I'm going to kick Jick, and his dick is going to break <laughs> off in your ass, and oh. you, could, you could die. Wow. They have sex all the time. I have it on good I authority. I bet. They, they have sex from across the country from each other. I've read the fanfic. <laughs> Gross. Stop grossing me out, bro. There was KOL fanfic for a while. It was very tongue-in-cheek, but there was a... Uh, it, one of them started Boozer Bear tenderly laid his fez on top of iSpeculum's recording equipment. Whoa. Yeah. Steamy. That's pretty steamy. Alright, we're gonna take a break and uh, I'm gonna do something about the weirdest boner ever. And we'll be back in... And we're back. Woo! I'm gonna turn you up. I have to turn Woo! it down when the music starts. Otherwise the music That's will okay. be That's okay. Nobody can hear me farting. If you fart and nobody hears it, does it really make a sound? If you, I don't know. If I can't you tell fart if it's and nobody's around to hear it, chair. does it make a smell? Uh, pro- prob- probably. Yeah. I don't know. This chair is fantastic, though. It's, every time I move, it makes noises. It's pretty great. I was thinking if a tree farts in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a smell is an excellent question. Hmm. Yeah. Although we smells is... some research. Smells are particulates, so I guess if it released particulates into the air yeah oh uh, nightmare wishes to know uh, from you boner farts or boner butts please explain why hmm probably hmm hmm that's a rough question I would probably go with boner butts uh, mm-hmm. because they have less of a chance of smelling boner farts sounds like it would feel really weird for everyone involved so I would go with boner butts 
Yeah, whether it's a fart coming from the boner or directed at the boner, nobody's going to be happy. Yeah. With what happens. I mean, they might be. That might feel really cool. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Only science can tell us. <laughs> Only science. Uh, JLE says, my view, my view on chat effects. Well, that's as much British as I'm going to try to be. Uh, chat effects <laughs> such as jaw bruised that actually impede communication are funny among people you know. In special channels like Hardcore, Clan, Lounge Dev, perhaps in channels for those with gameplay experience as well. But a newbie, newbie, especially when given to a newbie who has no idea how to remove the effect, they're a complete and utter fucking nightmare and should be unable to fire in that channel. Also, they should not be able to fire in trade. I, I don't think so. Hmm. I think that's a social engineering thing that if somebody's jobbersing people in newbie, somebody is also going to be the echo eye dropping people in newbie too. Yeah, I mean, I and I feel like for every person that thinks it's funny to jobbers and snowball a newbie, there are ten people that are willing to explain to them in PM how to get rid of it and give them something to get rid of it. I mean, it 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 does get kind of annoying. I am sad. I am. It's bittersweet that chatbot can't be jobbers anymore. But uh-huh. I feel the same way about that as I feel about Jick not being able to get bricked anymore. Like it's just. Yeah, it's a chatbot. I can is see how useful. it's annoying. Yeah, especially for the radio. Uh, people are saying that we're quieter than we were. That's that can't be true. The mic is on. I can talk louder for you. Oh, that's perfect. I'm all just our, gonna talk like this the rest of the time. All of our shit is at the same level that it was. I guess I'll just have to take our shit to the next level. To be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. I've been watching way too much How I Met Your Mother. Mm, Um, I got like two seasons into that show and couldn't really do it anymore. Oh, dude. We watched all of it in about a month. Wow. I think. Like, in between the first or the second time I saw The Avengers and the third time I saw The Avengers, we watched the entire run of How I Met Your Mother. And then we were like, oh, it's so cool that Robin Shabatsky is on the helicarrier with Nick Fury. Yeah. Meh. Meh. I, I mean, I only got... I think I got four episodes into The Big Bang Theory and then could not watch it anymore. I can't bring myself to start The Big Bang Theory. It's meh. I mean, uh, Jake and I were watching... We watched all the Breaking Bad that was available on Netflix at the time, and then, of course, on Friday, the day that he leaves until Tuesday, they put up season four. So, uh, it's it's actually been an uphill battle for me to not start watching it without him. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Ah, Breaking Bad is, like, the best show. Ah. It's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. That's so freaky. <laughs> somebody, I think somebody on Twitter posted... That they they choose to believe that Breaking Bad is the prequel to Malcolm in the Middle, huh. which kind of makes it really awesome. I'm hoping that How I Met Your Mother is going to end up being a prequel to Full House. Huh. Then it'll turn out that Full House was actually set in 2030, with Bob Saget and the kids. Like it won't matter that the kids are different because you know you can suspend your disbelief. That's fine. Yeah. Oh man, I it's but speaking of the the shit that I mentioned for a second earlier on BuzzFeed, there was an article about uh 
90s stars that had Twitter accounts and it was so depressing because the, the cast of Full House, like Jodie Sweeten and Candace, whatever her name is now, Candace Cameron, whatever her yeah. married name is, like they were tweeting back and forth and like the girl that played Kimmy Gibbler was tweeting at John Stamos and it was just really sad to look at that. Oh yeah, that reminds like, I me. Miss I, you. <laughs> I need to go follow the dude who played Larry on Perfect Strangers. Because he only has like 150 followers, and he was oh yeah, and he so keeps sad. talking about it. We were on we were on air for eight years, eight years. It's like how come Bronson Pinchot has like 3011 followers? Like, because people know who he is. He he did other stuff. What other stuff did that guy do? I think he was on the X Files once. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. That's what that The Perfect did. Strangers game is great, though. If you haven't played it, you should. That was pretty beautiful, yeah. yeah. It was like Temple Run, only made out of happiness. Yeah, it's pretty great, and you get to make a wish, and that's great. I liked it. Let's see. Um, Top1214 says, I take it there's a philosophical dislike by you two, or perhaps just Mr. Skullhead. It is just me, against Jawbruised. I find chat is the primary way to interact with other players. So deciphering both swords, jobbers, etc. can be a fun thing to do in chat. Is it just yes. that is it just that chat effect you don't enjoy or all chat effects? What's the unfun part of the effect? With jobbruised, it's that it turns your text unintelligible. No, it doesn't. You can learn how to speak jobbruised. I can speak jobbruised. Yeah, but I you... could figure out based on context what somebody is saying when they're jobbruised. It's annoying to me to to type something that I intended for people to read and then have it not show up and yeah it to me that's it's too far down the, the obfuscation level i feel like it's just too much i like uh, so i like all the other ones i really like the homophone sword i do too um but how do you feel about the puppet strings then because that just completely eats whatever you said and pushes out something else entirely there's no way to actually figure out what somebody was trying to say and it, it used to be, I don't know, I used to be able to do this with active chat where I could do the up arrow and hit enter again and it would put the same message that I just typed back into chat. But I can't do that with the, with the new chat stuff because I turned active chat off now. So, huh. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like chat effects. I think they're funny. And I think Job Roost is the second best chat effect that is out there. I know. So. Jake loves it. Uh, the puppet strings I feel differently because it's an item that gets used and it it, it only happens once. So you can go, ha and then you can hit it again. But if you're jaw bruised, you have like X turns of the fucking effect that you then have to soft echo. Which I mean, maybe, um, maybe it could be set up in such a way. I know there are a couple other chat effects that every time it triggers, it takes away a turn of it. Yeah. So maybe like every message that you would type in, it would take you down one turn of being jobbruised. That that could be a thing. For a while there, one of the devsters had it on all the time, and that was super annoying because I'd write in my head like feedback for testing something for the game, and it would come out jobbruised. It's like, what is the fucking point of that? And like to make you angry. Oh, well that's yep. a that's a laudable goal. And I'll be like, God damn it, Facilibon, stop jobbruising me and he'll be all well if you don't like it maybe you should just make yourself immune to it and I'll be all I swear to god I will nuke your entire supply yeah dun, dun, dun. 
There was a point at which I was looking in my utility tools at Fusiliban's account with his job stash highlighted, ready to click the click that would get rid of them all. But you know that he can just buy more. Like I feel like yeah. that's throwing a blanket on a brush fire. I would I would probably have continued to nuke them and he it, it wasn't just that he kept doing it, it's that he was kind of being a dick about it. So like when I ask you not to do something, say, Oh, okay, don't say well, perhaps if you are so opposed to this happening to you, you should take some steps to prevent it. Like, shut the fuck up. And just Yeah. Stop. Nah. Nah. Okay. My favorite thing is that I don't have to be involved in that. <laughs> you should. You should hang out in the dev channel. We're I like, do. Like I don't a, really pay attention to it, though. Like a little sewing circle there. With our the gossip. circle. Our gossips. Uh, the gossips. Yeah, so Jabra is not my favorite. Uh, Meh. Stumps McGee. Haters gonna hate. Sorry. Yeah, Stumps McGee has a question that is actually above my pay grade. I'm not gonna hit that. Sorry, Stumps. Uh, Azeron. Azeron. Says, any possibility of a shore revamp? Five clicks of X more trips to go for 15 adventures of monkey button clicking. Exhilaration to get dingy plans leaves me empty and unfulfilled. Taking another trip later on for the MacGuffin quest just adds insult to injury. I love this game and like how you involved you guys are forums, radio show feedback wise, he says. I yeah, the shore is a relic and we don't really like it. And we're working on a different way for you to get your dingy planks or plans plans. And your dingy planks. I mean there's there's also the matter of having to get either a stick of dynamite or a tropical orchid or uh, whatever the third one is that I forget. For the tower every ascension. Is that for yeah, the tower? Yeah, for the tower. Like, if if you don't have, like, if you don't have a telescope, you pretty much have to get all three, and that that takes up a lot of time too. So. Yeah, I think well, the tower is on the axe list. Like, part of the bugbear um, challenge quest was to see what would happen if we just took away the tower, and how badly would that fuck things up? What? What would that do to turn counts? That kind of thing. So consider, like, if you have played any of the bugbear stuff, you have helped us with market research into how how to the ground we can burn that tower. Woohoo! Um, Nips says, Dear Benevolent Overlord Jick, as you consider your next set of quest revamp sites set on the level 11 MacGuffin quest, and are looking at the desert section of the quest line, can you just burn that to the ground, please? I just finished it on my most recent ascension, and now I understand what all the griping is about. Um, I never felt like I had any control over my destiny there, despite having an adequate set of firm skills. Um, and huh. the RNG was just untimed this run. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. The goal in every one of the quest revamps is to make it so if you don't know what you're doing, you can just keep clicking and eventually you'll get through. And if you do know what you're doing, you can do it faster. So clearly right now the desert is not hitting that and we need to make it do so. Right now we're working on um, Rothlim Fow quest, which... I mean, it's going to go in order, right? So then yeah. after that would be Giants, and then... Yeah, I don't know what all he wants to do with Giants, because that's pretty straightforward already. Yeah. But Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, 11 the top of the beanstalk looks pretty empty. We should put more stuff up there. Maybe that's where the valley beyond the orchasm will go. 
There's uh, <laughs> the well, like send the place where all the where like the flaming troll and the spam witch and stuff are is probably not going to be part of the quest line anymore. So, hmm. like, huge spoiler alert: uh, that revamp is going to involve a substantial amount of just writing new stuff because it's wow. it's confusing to people. They don't know what to do with the scrolls and the adding machine and like numbers for letters in Leet Speak is super dated and not as funny as we thought it was. So yeah. We're hmm. uh we're working on that. Good luck cuz I don't I don't know. Like I know that people are going to hate me for saying it. I know that Madame Defarge is just going to like me for saying it, but the McGovern quest is the best quest and I don't want it to change. Hmm. I fear change, and I've liked every other quest revamp. Like, I just did uh, McLarge Huge for the first time yesterday or the day before, and it was awesome. The writing was great, and the art was really cute, and I just liked the way that it progressed. But the MacGuffin, I love it. It's the best quest. Okay? It's just the uh, best quest. There are, there are two types of people in the world, those who love the level 11 quest and those who love the level 12 quest. And I'm I'm decidedly the level eleven quest guy. I would rather just be told where to go and go find stuff and click on stuff and take this back to that guy instead of like here's an open arena for customization and you can do all sorts of tricks and you can customize you can shave five turns off if you like I don't want that. I just want someone to hold my hand and lead me down the garden path to where, <laughs> to where the end of the fucking thing is. Uh, Slip and Slide says, uh, and I can only imagine he says it like this, can you play something heavier, like Corn, Manson, anything that doesn't suck? No. <laughs> no. You know, I have, a, I have a problem. I hear, I hear that, uh, the new, one of the new Radio KOL DJs, uh, Derek the Red, plays, plays a lot of stuff like that. I know that, um, I forget who it was, I think Haplo had a metal show the other night, so... It happens. It happens. I don't know if they play corn. Right. <laughs> See, this is my problem. Back when everybody was listening to, like, Limp Biscuit and Corn and Linkin Park because they were so heavy, dude, I was listening to Cradle of Filth and Cannibal Corpse and Manowar and Hammerfall and, like, Iced Earth, like, actual metal and death metal and power metal and thrash metal, which make that shit sound like Britney Spears and so when my friend was like dude you have to check out this fucking corn song it's so sick dude it's so heavy and he would play it for me like okay well let me play you this and just play him something that's you know just ridiculous guitar and double pedal bass and somebody going (laughs) and somehow that was a little too heavy for him he's like no dude I don't like that it's like yeah because that's I don't know I mean I don't but think I, of any of that shit as heavy. It's it's pop. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I was really into Slayer in high school, and a lot of my friends were really into Slipknot, and neither one of, like, <laughs> for instance, one of my best friends, Laura. Hi, Laura. Uh, she, she was really into Slipknot, and I was really into Slayer, and they weren't my favorite band, but I, I did not like Slipknot at all. And we would have these arguments about, you know, which band was better and, and everything. And I'm, one day I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Like, I won't listen to Slayer around you if you don't listen to Slipknot around me. And that'll be fine. Because I, 
who cares? I would say of the two that Slayer definitely has more of a genuine metal. I just had a problem with like I was listening to, you know, Iron Maiden Judas Priest and then people were like, dude, have you heard these new metal bands? Linkin Park and Korn? It's like that I don't know what that is, but it's not metal. I know that metal Are you I know metal can mean a lot of different things, but I don't think that's one of the things it can mean. Are you checking Radio Bugbear questions, or...? I'm keeping an eye. Okay. There hasn't been a whole lot of of motion. Uh, Okay. I was just making sure, because I was asked if if we were taking those, and I didn't know. (laughs) DVB was uh, asking if what the next area that will be updated will be, and it's... We're going in sequence with the with the like the essential quests council quests were going in sequence the other stuff eventually we're getting to them as time and energy and willingness to do it allows uh nightmare says mr skullhead what are your thoughts on the tomcat breakup well i'm sad (laughs) i'm sad that tom cruise crazy is dated now Because it starts with Tom Cruise is so in love with Katie. And now that that doesn't work. I don't know. I don't think Tom Cruise is gay. I think he's probably a dick. And that's I think why. he's insane. Yeah, and I'm like crazy with the religious thing. And I'm, I can't imagine anybody like coming into Scientology at this late stage and being as excited about it as he is. And, uh, yeah. I'm actually answering this question seriously, and that's kind of sad. But when I'm at the yeah. when I'm at the and grocery it's a nightmare store, question. and I'm waiting for the lady to ring my shit up, there's always the magazine there that is the only thing to read. So I know something about that shit. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was slightly troubled. I thought those crazy kids could make it. Um, someday I hope that Katie Holmes learns how to smile with both halves of her face. She's, she's like a stroke victim. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, when I was on an airplane, mm-hmm. I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to anybody about my trip, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep peppering it in. Continue. But uh, I was, I was on my way back from Seattle, and the girl, there were two girls sitting next to me on the plane. I had the window seat, and they were middle and aisle, and they were friends. They had, you know, they were traveling together, and. It was, it was you know, a two-and-a-half-hour flight. It wasn't anything big. It was just Seattle to Phoenix. And uh, at one point, the girl brings out, like, an in-style or an okay or something. And I was looking out the window, looking out the window, looking out the window, and just kept glancing over at her and just being like, oh, my gosh, so-and-so is dating so-and-so. Like, what the fuck are Ashton Kutcher and Myla Kunis doing making out in public? Like, I did actually stop myself from saying anything out loud to her. <laughs> Because in the end, I really don't give a shit about celebrities. <laughs> just like being there where there's nothing else to look at. I was like, oh. It's easy that, to have That's an a opinion, cute bathing though. suit. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you too. That wasn't Josh. P.S. My, just, my just voice is getting <laughs> better and better and better. <laughs> Yeehaw. I just need a pen. So. All right, you just take that pen take right this, there. Taking this pen. And that paddleball game. Uh, That's all I need. And that thermos. Uh, Let's see. Um, somebody should send us some other stuff to talk about. 
because I feel like we've done a bang-up I mean, job of addressing your concerns thus far. Derpa Sandal said that Jerry was going to send a thing and whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. So have we you watched... We can go to the... What? Have you watched any uh, My Little Pony yet? No. <laughs> Never. I, I have. No. I have. It's not bad. No. I don't... I don't quite get the big deal, but I watched a couple, four episodes, and thought it was pretty good. It turns out my son really likes it, so now I've watched like 18 episodes, which I probably would not have chosen to do on my own. I'm wondering how many I have to watch before I just am overcome with the desire to draw like Twilight Sparkle with a badge, but haven't hit it yet. Yeah, I just, like, I think I think the fact that, you know, everybody's allowed to like whatever the hell they want to like, right? But I think the fact that there is My Little Pony porn on the fucking internet is just weird. It's weird. Hey, but it's I'm, not right. That boy ain't right. I've long since gotten over, though, not getting into something because I don't like the fans. Right. It's like, there are super irritating Star Wars people and super irritating Star Trek people and creeps all over the place, and yeah. Doctor Who fans were so annoying that for a little while I didn't see Doctor Who, but now I have. Arrested Development fans are a little aggressive, but that's still a good show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say, watch some Pony. Should do it. Because friendship is no. magic. I, I know that I already know that friendship is magic, and I don't need a show telling me about it. I watched a couple uh, parody videos on YouTube, <laughs> and I went to that stupid pony creator, and I created a pony. Wait, there's a pony but, creator? Stop, yeah, stop somewhere. Stop the fucking presses. There's probably like 20 of them at this point, but I don't know. Whatever. So, Jerry did ask a question, but he was jaw bruised at the time, so who knows what he had meant to say. Yeah, I'm trying. He, he PM'd it to me. Is it intentional that timers count against the purity minigame? Yeah, totally, bro. Is this a brilliant glistening vibrator if no good show <laughs> I don't think it says is this a brilliant glistening vibrator but that's what I'm going to pretend it says I'm guessing griefing vector yeah uh, I'm going to yeah. say that anything that we do we intend to do uh, in the same way that a wizard is never early or late but arrives just when he, want, he plans to we always intend to do the shit that we do it's really weird by the way having my stone broken I need to stop doing that. Oh, I I didn't do that for this run. I also I also got a sweet dev hacks going on where I completed my seventieth ascension the other day, but a drunk guy made it so that it always says I have sixty nine ascensions in my profile. Uh-huh. So that's cool. I'm pretty into that idea. Yeah. Now I keep every time there's a new season, I break my stone to see what the games are and then do make absolutely no effort to tune myself to any of them and actually haven't initiated a single fight this one so 
I pretty much just exist to be attacked and beaten. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I did. I did that uh, for my last couple runs because I'm. I'm in no way a club. I am zero percent club. Yeah. And I just at first went in just so that other people could get swagger and fame and stuff. And then uh, I gave away. I don't know. I think I sold a green ham hock and then gave another one away and. I just so happened at the beginning of this uh, season, I had almost a thousand slugs of vodka in my display case. Wow. Because, hey, atmosphere references. So I spent six months farming the sea to get them. <laughs> and so I gave a bunch away. I sold a bunch and made a couple million meat off of it. And yeah, like I just kind of go in and I'm like, hey, I have this watered down red minotaur. Would you like to have it for free? <laughs> Which I did the same fucking thing with uh, Comic-Con codes. I got so fed up with half the shit in trade for a few days was just selling a Comic-Con code. And I was like, fuck this. I am giving away five Comic-Con codes right now. PM me. (laughs) Fuck these people that lied in my face and then ended up selling things for great profits because they lied to somebody to their face. It wasn't even on the internet. They stood in front of me and lied. So fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is super irritating. I will block... I will totally cut block them getting meat. But, if, you know. If it were up to me, I probably would ban people who say selling Comic-Con codes. Like, that's not what those are for. I'm gonna yeah, ban I mean, you while I go ahead and yank the code and make I it wouldn't so say it, it was bannable. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like to an extent it is jackassery, but I don't think that... That is a bannable thing. That is like buying... Well, it's almost like buying a bunch of KOL Con items at KOL Con and selling them later. Like, I, I don't see a problem with that. It's just, you know... Nobody nobody paid for the Comic-Con codes, right? Like, it just took a handful of people a few minutes to make the item itself. So... It's, it's just the fact that that was half of what was going on in trade for days. Yeah, and I, I just think that, like, that's not what they're for. With the, yeah. with the con item, we, we say you can buy them for as many people as you want, and that's totally fine. You can buy some and sell them later. Like, that's part of the economy. But the codes, they're not intended to be traded. They're intended to be used by people who came to our booth or by, like, the... 10 people who wanted to be there but couldn't and had their clanny pick up a code for them. Right. Right. And anybody who's selling it to me is just like, immediately I'm going to shut you down and nerf your shit and then maybe let you back in. But it's not up to me. Like, Jake would just rather ignore that and that's that's fine too. You know, it's, it's not that well, huge, huge deal. It's, it's not going to go totally ignored. Um, it hasn't, it hasn't really been discussed at length but I think the only the only good solution is to change the way that it works like instead of handing out codes to people we take down like email addresses or player names if they already have an account and maybe one other if they have another player name of a friend that they want to get a code for then we get that and then just send them all out at the same time so that this doesn't run into a thing where Boba James made a hundred million made off of selling Comic Con codes. Yeah, I just called him out. Oh yeah, you did. Salty about that situation. He lied to my face about it, so I will call him out on the radio. 
Apparently he does that every year. Yeah, and he admit he admitted to everybody else except me. He said that he was getting them for clannies. And everybody else, he said, yeah, I'm getting them to sell. Eh, what are you going to do? Yep. There are always going to pe- be people that take advantage of generosity, so. Whatevs. So what you uh, do is just never, ever give anybody anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just everybody stay in their house forever. Don't fucking talk to anybody. Never give a bum a dollar. Never give a bum a sandwich. Never give a mouse so a just, cookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was shocked to read. like That book came out after I was a kid. I was shocked reading that book for the first time. Because I had expected it to be a cute story about sharing. Like, if you give a mouse a cookie, then he might give a flamingo a hand job and the, the flamingo will feel huh. good about the hand job and will give somebody else a slice of salami or whatever like you know everybody kind of paying it forward with the good vibes but the moral of the story is don't give a mouse a cookie because yeah. he will just shit think, in your life I think the only thing this is going to sound super cheesy but I think the only thing that you can give somebody that they will actually pay forward is a smile or a hug like or a anything job. that is worth anything to anybody other than that is just going to be taken advantage of and people are going to be dicks and somewhere along the line nobody's going to pay it forward see you could so write that. you could write a children's book apparently I, I could and the last page is just so fuck that yeah there is a weird like sub genre of children's book which you don't know that you've got one until you've read it through that is a frustrated parent who writes down all the shit that their kid is doing that's annoying them in a very thinly veiled way and then sells it to children who read it and are just mesmerized by this kid doing these crazy things. But as an adult, you go, oh, that's a parent who had a really shitty day with their kid and just turned it into a, like a Caldecott medal. And if you give a mouse a cookie, is definitely one of those. It's like, if you give a mouse a cookie, then they're going to fucking want some milk. And you give them the goddamn milk and they knock it over... And then you give them a fucking rag to clean it up, and they just make a bigger mess. And then they want to fucking clean it up with a mop. And <laughs> it's like, yep, you had a terrible day. You wrote this book, and then you cleaned all the F-bombs out of it. <laughs> and made it a mouse instead of a child. Because yeah. they're, like, the same. If, right? if you give my ungrateful bitch-ass son a cookie, like, let's just make it, <laughs> let's just make it a mouse. And then they all felt really ungrateful foolish when... bitch-ass son. Yeah, when uh, Go the Fuck to Sleep came out, everyone felt stupid. Like, I should have just left all the F-bombs in if you give my ungrateful bitch-ass son a fucking cookie. Yep. He's gonna want a fucking glass of milk, that shithead. It's like, and then you're gonna keep trying to do the shit that you need to do, but then he's gonna want something else, and fuck that. Don't give your kids cookies, ever. Don't feed your children. Merry They're Christmas. They're just gonna want more food later. It's like, yeah, what's the point? You're just going to be hungry later. (laughs) Uh, Have we we dumped into this uh, thread, or are you just saving all the thread questions for when somebody that actually... I had just... Put down his foot about things. Just about all of that thread. If you didn't get your question answered in the thread, you can post it for next week when presumably Jick will be there. Unless, yeah, he should, he should be. Unless there's another zucchini thing. Oh, wow, you were reading it. I didn't... What affects the outcome of laps in submarine sprints in the pool? It's a secret. It's 
a secret to everyone. That's a secret. Uh, Joyce says, vis-a-vis um, -vis Katie Holmes, asymmetric facial expressions are a sign of condescension. I think with her, it's just a sign that half of her face doesn't fucking work. I mean, some people just have a, a naturally lopsided smile. She's just kind of asymmetric. Uh, you know, like, I don't think Lyle Lovett is always being condescending. I just think half of his face doesn't work as well as the other half. I don't know. I wouldn't think Katie Holmes would be the type to condescend. I mean, she showed Keanu Reeves her boobs. That's that's kind of a down-ass person that's not going to condescend to you. <laughs> Uh, Yagamate says, why not sell them? Okay, here, uh... The voice for this would be, why not sell them? You voluntarily gave them out, and hopefully you make sure everybody gets exactly one. They should be allowed to trade them if they want to. Why should anybody get a code who wasn't there? Do I get a code if I say I wish I was there? If the Comic-Con organization gives everybody an ID, make sure each ID only gets one code. You could also go by driver's license numbers. Like, okay. But... Um, well, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the people that actually bother to come to our booth are kids. Like they see the stick figures and the moving stuff, and they get really easily distracted. I mean, that that's what I feel like is totally a thing. That I mean, I didn't work the booth this much this year, but last year it was very noticeably children. Like between, I would say between the ages of like eight and. 14 who would come up and say oh free temporary tattoos oh here's a free book and i just learned how to read right so <laughs> at, at eight everyone's very proud <laughs> i'm a slow learner well the, the thing is yagamate we are totally okay with like i have been in a clan for eight years with these other four people and I am here at the San Diego Comic-Con. The other four people can't make it. One of them's in a wheelchair. One of them is deployed in Afghanistan. One of them has cerebral palsy and one of them is dead. And I would like to have them ha all have codes. So we give them four codes and they give them to their clannies and everyone except the dead one puts it in and everybody's happy. Like, that is a situation that we are fine with. Right. And I think it's kind of... It's kind of a dick thing to say, to say, well, if you're fine with that, then you just have to make your peace with people just fucking taking 20 of them and selling them. Like, I don't think so. I think we can say it's a dick move to sell these, even though yeah, we're giving them Yeah, and we away. can change the, We can tweak the process of having them be distributed, but there, it's, it's very hard to do because, you know, for every person that's going to take them to sell, there is somebody legitimately taking like 10 codes to give to their clannies that couldn't make it because they have kids and jobs and can't just drop that for a weekend in San Diego whenever they want to, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like, that's a thing. Uh, Sketch This asked me, uh, can we have a gender option of not sure on job applications for Safeway? You can have male, female, not telling, and not sure. If there was, like, a gender-neutral avatar choice what would it look like you know dude I am absolutely totally fine with the notion that there are people on this earth who are not sure of their gender I don't think there are very many of them but I am sure that there are some and that's 
certainly a serious thing that I would never make light of. On the other hand, you are not your character. Your character can have a gender, and they can be sure. They don't have to be going through this process that is probably unpleasant for you. They can they can be sure. On your profile, you don't have to put your gender. Your character has a gender, not your account. So just pick one for your character. And if that one doesn't seem to fit your character, then change it to the other one. But sleazy back alley you don't yeah. even have to ascend I think for the for the simplicity of a game that is not trying to duplicate all of life's complexity in a one to one scale I think it's probably okay that we stick with the binary traditional binary options I'm not trying to limit you as a person I am trying to limit your character <sighs> was that kind well enough? well said I hope that that was kind enough that was well said alright I was like rubbing the the bridge of my nose, just like I. I am so old. I feel so old whenever I have to deal with stuff like that. Just like, damn it. I want. Huh. I don't. I don't want to be an asshole to anybody. I just have a hard time with the whole. Every everything that mentions gender, should mention the fact that some people don't have a gender. It's like uh, anything that mentions being right or left-handed should also mention that some people are missing one or both of their hands. Why? I mean, nothing really asks if you're right or left-handed as much as things ask which gender you are, which in a serious situation, such as applying for a job, there should be a a not telling or not sure or, you know, transgendered whatever option. Oh, I'm totally down with... I I totally agree with you that in in the context of a game such as KOL, where it's just, you know, goofy and silly, and nobody's a stick figure. Why can't we make more fleshed-out characters that aren't stick figures? I mean, because it's the style of the game, right? You choose, and it would, like, if you like the looks of the female avatar for one of the outfits, then you can switch to being a female in the sleazy back alley, or you can switch back to being a male when you ascend, or whatever. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like on a job application I would support there not being a gender box at all. As long as it's not for like a strip club. It's not really important what gender you are to work at Safeway. So right. I, I am totally for like eliminating that question entirely in places where you don't need it. I in society in general though, like the binary nature of our reproductive and and creative cycle has been the driving force behind almost all of mankind's achievements. So, men and women are different, and they are distinct things, and it's pretty cool that there are these two distinct things, and if you're not into that, that's okay, but do we have to fuck with the like basic underlying building blocks of our entire culture for the, like, 0.1% outlier? I don't know that uh, that's one of those things where like I'm also a person who doesn't want to be a dick and it seems like any more talking about there being two genders or asking somebody what gender they are as being a dick and I have a hard time dealing with that too heavy sorry bro it's too heavy it's fucking stick figures y'all 
I know. It's MC Frontalot and Mega Ran rocking the mic at KOLCon 9 from outer space. What's Treasure Mammal? Do you know what Treasure Mammal is? Yes, I know. A tre- I have a Treasure Mammal t shirt, of course. Because I'm obsessed they? with t shirts. What? 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 What's a Treasure Mammal? Enlighten me. What is a Treasure Mammal? I don't A Treasure know. Mammal is a mammal that. Sp- Bouts treasure from its orifices, like diamonds and candy. In the, in the context. I don't really of, know. <laughs> in the context of what's going to be on the stage. Yeah. Okay. So it is this guy. He is. He is a. I think it's him and two of his friends that actually make the music. He's like the only vocalist, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically, Jake is convinced that. There are only going to be, like, five people in the room that like it, but I like it, so I don't really care. I will wear my Treasure Mammal shirt with pride and then take it off and reveal my MC Frontalot shirt under it for when MC Frontalot is on. <laughs> and I take that off, and I'll have a Ben Grant shirt on. But uh, he basically, um, he's just this, like, goofy, silly artist who just finds these uh, beat loops and makes songs around them, and... It's funny. It's it's a fun show. They're just like dudes in jumpsuits with shake weights and a wizard, and it's just it's fun to watch. I like it. Cool. So, Treasure Mammal kind of rules. All right, I'm down. There haven't been any artists that have done a KOL concert that I haven't enjoyed. Except yeah. the, except the many bosses every year, but that's no secret. <laughs> I. I I still like the mini bosses. I don't know. I like those guys, but I saw the mini bosses once. So I saw the mini bosses do the thing that they do, and they just always do the same thing. You know, like every time Frontalot is in town, he's got different music that he's touring behind, and every time right. the mini bosses play, they're just like, here's. 10 10 minute long segments of music from obscure video games so that I mean, they, no one will think they we're have selling out. Albums out now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think they they need to switch up their shit a little bit and occasionally play some Mario or something that, that they do. That people have do heard they of. play Super Mario World 2 or 3 I think of course like they do. I just for me, yeah. But the, they just the Japanese set up version. in my family room and well, no, I'm thinking just, like, they wouldn't play Zelda because there were other bands that were playing Zelda and that was too mainstream. So instead they the play, like, Ninja Gaiden 3. And, like, who the fuck knows what that is except Jake. Yeah. Oh. I've never heard them play a song that I recognized. And, and I played speaking of which... A lot of Nintendo. I, I don't know. I, I have seen them... Probably a half a dozen times now, not including KOLCon, and it changes up enough, and there's enough recognizable shit for me to have a good time. But, you know, tissue zone. Uh, I think we should probably, before this, this finishes, we should probably explain where the hell Jick has been, because I totally didn't tie him up and leave him outside or anything. This time. This time. Um, he went to California Extreme. Which is a an arcade cabinet pinball machine expo type thing, and he is buying a bunch of arcade cabinets so that we can have an arcade in our house. Because apparently, that's what 
he spends money on. Right. <laughs> so he's going to come back with like eight arcade games. And he's going to be like, check this out. Yeah. Um, he already told me what all he has, what all he's bought. But I will keep it a secret because I'm sure that he will love to talk about his experiences. Sure. Either on this week's Thursday show or next week's show. So, I don't hey, know. Uh, uh, wow, we're we're like over time. That's amazing. It's crazy. Time flies. It's crazy. When you're being awesome. I know. So, dude. Man. Dude. We'll bro. S- we'll see you guys next week. And I will see Trubs in like a month. And that'll Yay. be awesome. I'll see you guys in the Kingdom of Loathing chat channels because that's where I live. <laughs> oh. Good night, everybody. <laughs>